What's good, Divine Gang Gang? Listen, I'm getting ready for an exciting week ahead. Super excited. But listen, um, you probably can tell by the title, I'm going to have it something geared towards young ladies. Um, highly, strongly recommending that you actively and intentionally <clears throat> align yourself with a mentor that can guide you through the three outcomes of the dating process. I don't know, like, I kind of feel like I woke up in the twilight zone. I'm going to do a podcast where I'm going to give a lot of smoke to mothers for real, for real, because I don't understand why moms are not having, like, there's no reason a lot of our young ladies should be going through the outcomes that they're going through. Um, and I, I just, even for myself, hey, um, um, I don't see how it can be perpetrated because like, even with my niece, like I started having conversations with her from young, like eight years old. I'm like, if I find out your first day going to school, you gave it a razor to a little boy, I'm going to bop you. And just the little conversations and we laugh and we talk about it, but she's starting to understand like at the end of the day, very real practical conversations. Listen. You're going to see your friends fall in love. You're going to see them run the game on them. You're going to see them, how they, how the guys talk about them after they slept with them and call them derogatory terms. And you're going to have to figure out for yourself what you want. Auntie's going to be there for you. I'm going to try to help you with it. And there will be that first guy that breaks your heart. And I will, I will cry right there alongside with you, but I really want the best for her to help her navigate right? But I just don't understand. And, and I get it. There's some, there's some young women out there that, you know, you can try to tell them, you know, that person is not good for you. You know, you want to. And, and so then at that point, they're fighting their ego. But um, let me try to make this quick because it's still my Sunday. And I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm like, sorry, I'm like, put me in the game, coach. I'm ready for Monday, especially with the schedule that we have added a couple of of new elements, but there's three outcomes to quote unquote dating or what's out there when you're dealing. Because remember, one of the things I think I'm going to start driving home is it's a man's world, meaning it's predatory, meaning it's manipulative. So you have to be on guard at all times, right? So you have to go into it understanding that there's three scenarios and what those outcomes will be for those scenarios. One, you're going to get smashed and dashed with your encounter. What does it take for yourself to protect yourself against that type of a man? Okay. And what kind of mindset are you going to have to, to, to have to deal with that? Number two, the type of person who will probably is, is a little bit more finessed in their, in their gameplay. They'll tell you all the right things, say all the right things. And then three months down the road, say, ah, and I'm quoting someone from, from Kendra G from this year. So you know, you can say, well, maybe that's not how it was or that. No, I'm quoting someone that said that this year from one of Kendra G's interviews. I got to know her. Um, the more comfortable she became, I just didn't like her. Right. So now you've been discarded. Or, you know, and, and so the reason I say it's finesse is because that's the type of person that has the the, the, the smooth talk to be able to tell someone else, I just, you know, not compatible, just wasn't feeling her anymore. I just didn't like the person that she became, 
you know some of the some of them will say well she became argumentative or, or irreconcilable differences right but but the ones who are just cutthroat don't give a damn they'll say it's just not worth the squeeze okay so you're gonna have to learn to be prepared to to um align yourself with someone who can kind of walk you through and talk you through what does someone because i think number two is 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 just as dangerous as number three um in the sense that there's finesse it's very much a a fox type of energy you know um and and it, and it wastes with your time but it messes with your mental and in the divine world you have to learn that all is mental so if you let these little it's like little worms or i don't know how to explain it but it has to do like mostly with farm type of thing but once you get that first little you know tearing away of the mind and tearing down of your self-esteem and and because you're going to be young and vulnerable it's going to affect you like well maybe i didn't do something right or i didn't do this right or maybe i need to change this and you start to question yourself but it's a game all along so they've moved on to the next person and they're continuing their game and you're trying to deal with the calibration of dealing with with what you just went through right and so then now you start to it's easy for you to buy into, into the self-doubt you know the third one is just as heinous to me but i think that there's a i'm seeing this in with the older women and my heart like i'm empathetic really breaks for them because when i tell you i could go through my church directory um there's the women who their kids are just getting out of high school um just getting out of college okay married this man and to make it worse they got married in a quote-unquote christian church so they're thinking that they got married for love okay and i kid you not so no prenup married for love went through all the hard times looking forward to a retirement with their husband the kids are off to school now empty nest and now irreconcilable differences we grew apart and you better not ask me for an alimony you better, I'm going to fight you tooth and nail. You're a gold digger. You just want my money. Go figure it out and go date a younger 25, 35-year-old. Sometimes the same age as the kids that are still in high school, I mean in college. You've got to be prepared to, to deal with those outcomes because number three is so important to me. When I talk about it's going to be important for you not to get... um pushed off your peg off your square you're gonna have to push for marriage you're gonna have to push for um prenup point blank period and i don't think you should be embarrassed about it they're gonna try to tell you well oh you just want to marry me for my money you're not marrying me for love um you know that type of language i don't think i should have to have a prenup those are your dangerous ones because you're they're telling you what it is and you need to understand that the discard is just a matter of time right that's the culture that we live in right now they go in the cigar lounges they go in their um, men's worship prayer groups and they talk about you know the discard you need to upgrade you need to get yourself a the um you know not you know this type of girl a younger girl because they're not jaded now jaded means that you have seen you know the ins and outs you've been there when they were 
up when they were down, making the difficult financial decisions right alongside with them. You know what I'm saying? Um, pushing through a lot of difficult things, like even with having children and making decisions that impact them where they go to school and and all of those things take a toll you. Hell yeah, that's going to make you jaded or a little bit more skeptical or you get to know this person. So you, of course, you're going to question some of the decisions that they make and judgment just to make sure it's a soundboard. But now you're jaded though. And now you're not submissive. What you need to understand is when you're in your, when you're 65 and you're 55, right? And you've spent you agreed to do 50-50 partnership with this man. Now, understand that you are giving up business opportunities. You know, it determines if and how many children you will or will not have. Okay. And you're doing everything on top of that to make sure that not only is the workplace, are you working in the workplace, but also coming home to make a home for your husband and your your, your, your children. Okay. Understand that and all of the toll because then you go through that sacrificing yourself and then the children are gone and then the husband is gone and you have an emptiness and you're 50-50 and that 50-50, they're going to fight you tooth and nail for it to go spend it with someone else. So when I tell you that's important for you to have a prenup or for you to have some type of alimony structure set up, you absolutely need it. Don't let anybody talk you off your square because... Part of the reason that that's in place, right, is when when you try to re-enter the dating the dating scene again at forty five and fifty and fifty five and sixty five, according to the man's world that we live in, because you have to understand what you're in, the culture you're in, and don't let them smooth talk you to where you play yourself into a place where you're not winning. Okay. Play to win. Go ahead, get married, you have the kids, but play to win, baby girl. Because when you're 55, 45, 65, and now they don't want, you know, it's easy for him to go back out there with his balding, erectile dysfunctional self with half of your money that he that you put into to go spend on a 20-year-old. Okay. But now they're going to be telling you, oh, I don't want to date her. She's old. She's jaded. She just got a divorce. I don't know, you know, argumentative, not submissive, just not worth the squeeze. According to the world, and I'm not saying I co-sign it, your value has gone way down. And that's the position that that puts you in. And you thought that you were going into a marriage thinking that you were going to be with your husband and retire and vacation and travel the rest of the world. Now, if that doesn't happen, listen. At the end of the day, your man needs to understand my wife needs to protect herself and I'm not going anywhere. So me having an alimony structure is not going to be a problem. I'm going to retire with her. I'm going to vacation with her. We're going to travel the world and grow old together. Okay. But it's the ones that start to kick up some dust and some storm at the beginning, because then now you have to understand what this whole fight about is. Can I get the milk for less and I can I finagle you out of it? You know what I'm saying? So find yourself a good mentor. Apparently moms in these streets are not doing anything for their daughters at all. There is no reason. Like I don't have children yet, but like I said, with my niece from young, I'm like, there is no way in hell 
I'm going to have her go through all of this stuff and get played. There's no way. Like, I want her to be ready from the first date, you know, to understand what it is, you know? I want her to understand what it is and to understand that you're, you know, he's going to be obviously trying to get something out of you. I mean, you know, um, but understand what, what's at risk there, right? Because then now your reputation is in place. And now they're going to tell you one of the most disturbing, I don't know, when I talk about this, this culture is really predatory. It's really disturbing to me. But it's even um, older men who will say things that really... Uh, drive to the core of a woman because they'll say oh well you already dated three guys and now you're trying to tell me that I have to jump through hoops to do all this other stuff when he was able to sleep with you for free or to sleep with you for less and now you want me to marry you that's what you need to understand that you're up against now does that mean that you're not going to be able to go out and date as much yes yes that means that it narrows down your pool, but at least you get the cream of the crop. And you put yourself in a situation where at the end of the day, if you get married and you have the kids and when he discards you, at least you have your little alimony, you made preparations for the worst case scenario, and you can at least have yourself taken care of and provided for. And that's what I want. I think that going back to scenario number one, um, I don't know. I feel some kind of ways about the smash and dash type of thing that to me, from what I understand, that's like you're sleeping with them on the first night and then you never see them again like that. That's just nasty stuff. That is a culture that, you know, yeah, that that one's disturbing, but you need to be prepared to understand what all of that means with with you. I mean, to me, if, if he's false susceptible to that, that means that your mom really didn't give a shit about counseling you through anything. You had no aunties to look out for you. Your dad, obviously not in the picture or didn't give a care either. That bothers me. That disturbs the crap out of me. Um, number two, the number two scenario, I think, is like I said, um, the men are definitely having these conversations and I can say having three brothers, like they didn't talk about it with me, but I can tell based on the way that they even move, like those are the conversations that, that they had. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, you just date her, you, you know, get some free meals, you go over to her house, sleep on her couch, sleep, sleep over, get, you know, she'll be cooking. And that's the thing, like all this time, I, I know because I'm talking from a girl's perspective. I'm I'm your girly girl, like all the way. I'm very sentimental. Um, I love love, you know. I just love all of it, right? But it's like you're there and you're trying to make them the meal when they come over and make sure the candles are lit and make sure it's a warm house, the music is playing and relaxing. You're enjoying the conversations. You're going to different places together and you're thinking, you're thinking that you're having a friendship, but the game is after a while, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's time to move on to the next best thing. Something has caught their interest, you know, and it's time for the new flavor of the month. Like even right now, when I'm recording this, we're on the end of cuddle, but cuddle, uh, cuddle buddy season you need to know that that stuff is real there's people who there's men who center their life around this they'll go into late summer autumn coming at you with you know they want someone to spend time with but by the time thanksgiving comes they're not taking you to meet the family 
Christmas, you're not getting a present. New Year's, they're out dating and getting to meet the different people. Valentine's, no one gets a gift because it's like, I don't know you like that yet. And then comes around spring season, and then that's when it's like, you're just, you know, single, ready to mingle type of energy, right? Um, free for all, hot girl summer, hot boy summer, everybody's running loose, and then you go back into cut. And so I think a lot of women get caught up in that cuddle buddy, cuddle buddy season where it's like, you know, oh, this is the time that, you know, I want to get to know you and starting to get cold. But the A, by the time Thanksgiving comes around, you're not going to the house, you're not meeting the family, Christmas, no gifts. So they're definitely, but, and so by that time, you've already invested in yourself, built the, the feelings. So I don't know. I think that, you know, the, there can be the gaslighting where like, maybe you're just jaded or you're just disgruntled. And it's like, to me, listen, it's, it's, it's a very interesting place to be in. Um, I know I'm going to be okay. Like, I'm good. I'm posted. Like, I have three younger brothers. So it's times where I would see them doing stuff. And I will just be on the sideline, like, just good and unbothered. And so that's how I feel, like, with the dating world. It's interesting to me to watch people go on Kendra G. Um, I watch more of the men. I haven't watched any of the women. But I see the subtitles, like, when I watch Kendra G's stuff. And to me, it's like, at that point, why would you want to re That's the space I'm in right now. So at the time of this recording, like, that's the space I'm in. It's just, I could understand, like, five years ago when I was like, well, I want to try again. I want to see if I have one more relationship in me left or, you know, give it my best shot and see if I can kind of sort through and, and filter through and that the best I can, right? But at this point, like, when I tell you, y'all be like ice skating out there and, you know, doing your thing and going on, I'm like, I'm just chilling over here, sipping my lemonade. Although I do like ice skating, though. That was not a good analogy. (laughs) Because I'll be like, I want to ice skate too. But I'm saying like, I I can watch all these other women continue to throw themselves into the, into the, you know, situation where they want to get back out there and date again but I'm just not seeing that the pool is is mm. so you know you can say that I'm jaded I'm all this I'm then the third the difference is with me I don't think any of our young ladies should be in these type of situations where they're getting where they're getting played there's no like you mean to tell me that Man, your mom, like, it really bothers me that moms have not really sat down with their, with their girls and told them, I don't know what it is. I but obviously, it's, it's, it's a worldwide thing. It's a nationwide thing. Um, I don't, because at the end of the day, these men are kind of simple to figure out. Like I said, I mean, kind of figured it out on my own, put two, start put, putting two and two together a little bit later in the game. Now, that being said, same thing for myself. I had no aunties. My mom didn't counsel me on this stuff. I've talked about how, like, my parents were a little bit of an outlier because they're, like, cultish and into religion, but more on the cultish side. So even when I started dating at an older age, it was, like, weird for them. Like, they didn't think I should be dating. And I'm talking about it, like, (laughs) later, later in life. Like, yes, later, later in life. So that, you know, but... I know it's not just me because from the stuff I'm seeing in the, in the media. And and then like you have these guys that have five and six kids 
you know, you mean no one could tell you, listen, if this person has five kids and you want a quality life and a quality outcome, you probably don't want to be baby mama number seven, you know, and you don't want to get yourself in a situation where, you know, it's somebody that's just going to date you for three to you know, three to six months and then discard you and then it starts to wear at your ego. How do you recover from that? How do you prevent that type of thing? How do you vet the best you can? Like I just and, and so with that being said, what I'm saying too is is I the men need to be accountable for what they're doing. Right now, the stuff that they're doing to women, I think it's predatory. Straight up point blank period. I think that they're running games. Um and and so you need to be prepared for that. And I think that if you don't already have that in your place, you need to start to look for women that can counsel you. And you have to be careful too, because I I've seen women, especially like in the hotep or like the religious, like when I talk about cultish, it's disturbing because they're almost worse than the women. Um, and they will tell you, you know, some things that I think are very toxic for the psyche and the makeup of a woman, right? Um, but I, I, you know, it's almost like a silent prayer. Like, if I could just make sure this kind of stuff doesn't happen to any young people who don't want it to happen to them and to get the best outcome out of life. Like, if that's what I, if, if I can master my skill to try to prevent that from happening to anyone that's what I would do. Cause it's just, it's not, this is not it. I just don't get it. Um, so, so you're going to have to, my, my silent, you know, I'm, I, you guys, I'm kind of, um, hesitant to use the word prayer, but my intention would be that you are able to use your intuition and discernment to kind of figure out who you can align with and listen to that's going to guide you and counsel you. And you're going to have to learn to trust your intuition and you're going to have to learn to be strategic and logical and really pay attention to what they're telling you and what they're telling you about your value. And you're going to have to stick to your guns and say, I want to get married. And the moment that they start to gaslight you and say, well, you know, I'm too young and I don't want to do the prenup thing and you just want me for my money and all of these different things, don't let them take you off your peg because you're worth it. And at the end, the thing about strategy and chess is you play to win. You play to win. You play to get the ring, you know, and I think before it would have been one of those things like, oh, once you get married, it's like you're, no. Even when you get married, you have to still live with the chance that if and when they're going to cheat on you and when they decide to discard you, you know, some of them might not be classy enough or have it in them to wait until the kids go to to, um, college. You know what I'm saying? But at least you know in the back of your mind, I have a solid prenup. I have things in place. You know, one of the the latest schemes that I've been seeing is out latest schemes but it's like i mean it's it's been around for years it's back to biblical times but one of the things is they'll tell you well we don't want to be under the um marriage license thing because we're not the government's property no that's in place to protect you when you get a divorce they have to pay alimony and the alimony is to take care of you when you are no longer worth the squeeze when you no longer have a market value when you're trying to re-enter the marketplace or the the dating scene as a old dried up piece of fruit that no one wants. 
So that sends a message to them, like, if you're going to play with me, then you got to pay, you got to pay to play. Oh, but you're being a prostitute. Oh, but now I got to pay to get to know you. Those are red flags. That's when they tell you straight like that, bolt to your face, it's almost a blessing in disguise. You have the other ones that will try to break you down and do the romancing a little bit more to get what they want, but it's only a matter of time until I'm just telling you what it is. I'm just telling you what it is, but now you know what it is. So play to win. Play to win, right? And so I'm not saying don't get into a relationship. I'm not saying don't get married. Listen, even when I started my blog, like, and I think it's still the same. I would love nothing more than to get, start getting the postcards saying, I am in union with my twin flame. When you did the twin flame talk Tuesday, you, my, my boyfriend and I have been talking about these conversations and these topics, and it's brought us together. Um, we've been talking about, you know, I've been balancing out my divine femininity and masculinity. I'm an entrepreneur now. And then you send me the, the pictures or messages about the starseed babies. I love the whole thing having to do with that. I love the fairy tale. I love the heaven behind it, right? Love that kind of stuff. And so I want you to win. But you have to know what you're up against. You have to know what you're dealing with. I don't want you to get two and three and four and five relationships going through the heartbreak, going through the second guessing your worth. That's, I just gave you what the game is. I'm telling you they're going to try you know it it that's what the game is i'm i just you know laid it bare and flat for you but you you're gonna have to be in you know intentional i'm not saying like even kendra g i don't think she's a dating coach i what i'm seeing from her is she just creates a space where people come in and share their stories like what they're looking for um i would say a good person right off the bat is like Ashera. I know. And if you feel triggered listening to her, listen, there's some stuff that I, you know, take and, you know, and something that don't apply. But at least she's a good starting point. If I um, have other people, you know, that I can kind of refer you to that fall in that mainstream, but you're going to have to be intentional about figuring out what that means, right? Three mentor or a mentor that can help you to get the best case scenario out of the outcome, out of the the best outcome out of the three scenarios. Like if you're into the smash and dash culture, like I don't think you and I are on the same vibrational match at all. But if you're the type of person who's trying, who, you know, believes in love and you want to date and you want to get to know people and you like to give and pour into people and create the boyfriend, girlfriend experience, then, you know, I would say number two, number three, if you're wanting to get married, get the ring, have the children, um, but you're going in with your guard and your defenses down and you're liable to get screwed in the long run. Like, yeah, you need to get someone that can help you to prepare and start listening to conversations about how to have those conversations, how to know how to, yeah, how to have those conversations with the masculines, how to to scream through all the trash that's out there, you know? And at the end of the day, it's up to the man to prove who he really is. I think that you really wouldn't know what a man is made of or capable of or what his heart's intentions were until well after the kids have left the college and now you're in retirement and now you're spending time together. But anytime sooner than that, 
<laughs> Anytime sooner than that, it's a, run, it's a game being run. All right. I want to, I have a lot more to say. Like, I want to talk about the 50 50 stuff. But um, right now, I'm looking for resources to see if there's anything biblical about the 50 50 rule. But, anyways, gonna sign off, gonna charge you with love and the love of your life. The love of your life is you, boo. So show up for yourself, protect yourself, love yourself, know your value. Gonna charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. I love each and every one of you. All right. So until the next podcast, peace.